We're back. Welcome once again to another episode of Mike, Mike, and Oscar. And you can tell it's almost Oscars week and getting into deeply Oscar season as we have more and more ORCs, Oscar race checkpoints coming one right after the other to keep you updated and informed on all the biggest things happening in terms of the 2022 Academy Awards. I am your co-host, Mike One. Co-host also, Mike, is here to help us introduce a, a recurring guest because we're talking gambling and there's really only one third man that we can have on to properly do <laughs> that with us michael yeah when we talk oscars gambling we want david long here with us uh he is the host of is it worth it the film review podcast and that is the home of season three of road to the oscars where we just recorded a massive episode further breaking down all the storylines from the nominations at the 94th where we did a lot of the I would say pre-show to this show. So make sure you stay tuned and you subscribe to him. David, let's play two. How are you feeling, my friend? I'm a broken man, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a broken man. I'm a poor man. I'm living on rice and beans until next payday. Lady Gaga has ruined me. Jared Leto has ruined me. House of Gucci has ruined me. But... Obviously, I'm happy to be here talking those gambling lines with you two guys. But uh, no, the Lady Gaga bet was disappointing, to say the least. If I had a dollar for every time in my life I said the sentence, Lady Gaga has ruined me, I'd be right there with you. We actually have money to waste here on the uh, the gambling lines. But that's uh, that's the setup, what we're doing today. David, nice enough to join us as kind of this part two of the, the Is It Worth It feed, Mike, Mike, and Oscar feed here, previewing the Oscars. I know you're, list you're wondering, dear listener, don't you guys usually do the gambling update on Oscars week? Well, we're kind of doing it. In two parts, we kind of wanted a, a snapshot of what the gambling lines look like at the very outset of nominations, at the very beginning, before voting uh, commences, and then we will be doing a more, probably more in-depth, or at least a, uh, a more heavy, a more serious, a more... I don't know what you want to... What's the word I'm looking for here, Mike? A, a, a more... Final. A, a final, a, yeah. The, the final bets will happen, yes. Yeah. When the money... <laughs> well, the rest of the money, the end of the money, when the right. money runs out... <laughs> It'll be because of the Oscar bets episode, right. yes. Exactly. So we'll, we'll be updating you, but this is the first of what will be two gambling-centric episodes for the Academy Awards. Uh, Mike, you're going to kind of conduct the orchestra and lead the train here, as it were, as we go through all these categories. Yeah, we're going to pick all 20, and uh, before we do that, we'll do a bookend the show because we love... Is it worth it, the Film Review Podcast, so much? So, David, please tell the people where they can find you up top on social media, etc., because you are posting about these gambling lines all the time. You're a great follow. Yeah, uh, please do come and follow me on Twitter, at one David Long. Uh, loads of um, gambling lines are shared on there. I was tweeting about this Oscars literally the Monday after the last Oscars. So if you're interested in the gambling lines, come give me a follow or follow the podcast at Film Is Worth It on Twitter or go to www.isitworthitpodcast.com. All right, guys. So we're going to take uh, the first three together because we have uh, a bundled 
trio around one movie, and that's Flea. So the first big question is, will Flea win an Oscar, and how many, if so? We have Flea making history for international documentary and animated nominations. We have the international category where Drive My Car is a minus 1,000 favorite, the worst person in the world, next in the betting, plus 333. Flea is in third with plus 500. Hand of God, plus 1,500. And now the yak at plus six. <laughs> the Lunana! <laughs> Lunana. A yak in the classroom is going to be uh, a great movie that we all have to look at. Animated, we have Encanto at minus 300. Luca plus 400. Flea plus 500. Again, in third in that category. Mitchells versus the Machines plus 500. Raya plus 2000. I'm trying. I'm going to try not to do too much listing, but we got to do it off the bat here. Documentary feature, Summer of Soul is minus 188. Flea is in second there with plus 175. Ascension, Attica, Riding with Fire are all plus 1400 to uh, plus 2,000 long shots. David, which of these categories does Flea win? Does it win more than one, or does it win none? Where are you at with it? So, I cannot see a world where Flea is nominated for three Oscars and goes home empty-handed. According to the betting, it's most likely to win documentary. So, I'm... I'm I'm struggling at the moment. I have it either 0 for 3 or 1 for 3. And if it picks up that coveted Oscar, I think it will be in the documentary um, feature, uh, where, as you said, it's a plus 175. Um, obviously, Summer of Soul is the betting favourite there. But I think if Flea's going to win, it will be in, in documentary. We always have an issue with documentary feature. I mean, at least there's always something to talk about with documentary feature when we come out of every Oscars, certainly out of every nomination uh, Sunday or Monday or whatever the day was this year. Uh, and I think this is going to be no different. I said at the end of one of our last episodes, Mike, I don't think Summer of Soul is going to win documentary feature. This is part of the reason why. I kind of share Dave's view. Look, Drive My Car is so entrenched as the favorite. I think the minus 1,000 is going to stand. I can't see that losing a lot of momentum. Encanto minus 300, I, you know, there's wiggle room there and you have to, to go against the, the big Disney trifecta that's in that category. Maybe there's some anti-Disney sentiment that helps out Flea, but certainly it's best chances. I think Vegas has it right. I think Dave has it right right now. I think Summer of Soul is not such a heavy favorite for a reason. I think Flea's best odds are in documentary feature for a reason. And I said to you previously, Mike, doesn't this feel like a documentary feature before it's an animated film or before it's an international feature anyway? I think that's where it's going to get its most credo. And if it does, yeah, I could certainly see Flea winning that category. I don't think it's going to win either of the other two. But again, I'm reacting to these lines for the first time live, seeing them live as we do this episode. So these are kind of all my hot takes and how I view these uh, as a better and as a gambler. And if I were to bet on Flea in any of three of these categories right now, I would do Flea in documentary feature uh, rather than the other two. That said... Plus 500 isn't bad for Flea for animated feature. It's interesting that it has the mm -hmm. same odds in international and animated, though. So you would take the odds in, in animated, perhaps, but you would, in terms of our show today, we're making you know predictions on the winners. And I think uh, I'm with you both when I say Drive My Car winning international, mm -hmm. when I say Encanto winning animated, and when I say uh, Flea winning documentary in an upset pick that we all share for at the moment, even though Summer of Soul is a favorite on the season. But okay, that's one, two, three. Only 17 more to go in eight <laughs> of those categories. <laughs> eight of those categories kind of bundled as well, although I think, you know, for presentation's sake, rather than me listing off the odds for all eight of them, we will take them one at a time here because Dune is favored 
by Vegas, and David's going to give some UK odds along the way, but by Vegas in six of the undercard categories. So I think let's just talk about how many first and foremost. I have five. David, do you? how many categories do you have Dune winning out of these eight? I have Dune going three for eight, and I have some mm-hmm. outrageous long shots lined up to upset it. You know me. I see these gambling lines. I get excited, but I... I, I think Dune's going to be a, no, a nominations juggernaut, but actually I have it going three for eight in these categories. Mike, do you know how many you have, or you kind of go, you're going off the cuff, and we'll kind of yeah, like I said, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing this, I'm seeing this in live, you know, live for the first time now. Uh, so I'm just kind of giving my my hot takes and my gut reactions and feels off this. Would it surprise me to see Dune win all the categories it's favored in? Not at all, because I do think, and we've been talking about it multiple times, Mike. I do see it as the Mad Max type movie this year, where it's going to be the technical marvel and do very well on the undercard. Well, quite possible, and if these. Uh Vegas odds are any indication it, it may very well happen. Six of the eight categories, Dune is the betting favorite. And cinematography, it is the shortest. And minus, at a satanic number here, minus 1,666, <laughs> Dune is the favorite in cinematography with Greek phrasers. Uh, otherwise, The Power of the Dog, plus 450. Uh, Ari's cinematography is beautiful in that, and I hope she wins. But for now, we'll uh, we'll go through the rest of the odds. West Side Story, The Tragedy of Macbeth, and Nightmare Alley are all plus 1,000. David, we'll start with you one more time. I was surprised to see these odds. Do you think Dune is the runaway winner here? So this is a fascinating category because the cinematography this year, I have to say, is absolutely stunning. Mm -hmm. But um, what is more stunning is some of the betting lines and some of the odds that are available. So in the UK, Dune is minus 500. But look at the power of the dog sitting just behind at four to one. That's got to be interesting. That's got to be interesting for a film that's perceivably got a good chance of winning Best Picture. But actually, in terms of cinematography, I'm throwing a Hail Mary here. I'm going for the tragedy of Macbeth to cause an upset. And believe it or not, in the United Kingdom, you can get 20 to 1 on the tragedy of Macbeth. And uh, I think I'm going to have a little sprinkle. I thought the tragedy of Macbeth cinematography was absolutely stunning. Um, and I, I, th- I think it's it should be more like a four five to one shot. I think the tragedy of Macbeth is an interesting outsider in this category um, over the heavy favorite Dune. I think on merit, this is a great year for cinematography. But if I'm reading these lines as they are, whether you go by the UK lines or the American lines, to me, Power of the Dog is in second. Yeah, it's it's shot very well, but that also suggests to me that Vegas sees that as. This could be a coattail win for it if it is going to be this giant juggernaut that ends up winning so many above-the-line categories, and maybe it sweeps up one here, but that's a tough, tough favorite Vig right now to ignore in terms of how heavily favored Dune is. I'll pick it just because of the numbers so heavy. So right now, Power of the Dog has 13 win- wins amongst the critics so far this season. Dune has 14. I'm wondering if because the Power of the Dog is such a critical favorite overall, if that's why it's getting so many. However, I'm one of those critics, and I agree with many of them who are picking Power of the Dog because I love it so much in terms of its cinematography. I don't know... What's going to happen here? I was originally picking Power of the Dog on my gut, but I think with these odds, at least from Vegas, I have to go with Mr. Fraser's cinematography. So I'm going to go back to Dune and pick Dune here. We'll move on to the next 
category where Dune is a heavy favorite, and that is visual effects, minus 1,000 uh, in the lead there. Shang-Chi at plus 650, Spider-Man along with it, plus 650, Free Guy plus 1,800, and No Time to Die, the surprising long shot, I would say, because this branch loves practical effects at plus 2,000. Mike, do you agree with these odds, or and what do you uh, pr- predict to win VFX? I, I'm happy to see Shang-Chi is second in the American odds, but what's interesting is they provided the UK odds, and Shang-Chi is 20 to 1, which is, actually puts it in third place, tied with Free Guy, and only ahead of No Time to Die in this category thus far. I think there's also an interesting point to be made that you actually made on David's podcast that we just recorded before this one, uh, that you can go here on the Is It Worth It uh, film feed. We're, we're doing this. It's it's interesting to have Vegas give these odds and that we, we have so many awards still to come. So many of the major precursors still to come. We don't even have Critics' Choice is decided yet. You know, only the Golden Globes have. So it, it there is certainly, I mean, just because something is so entrenched heavily as a favorite in this doesn't mean that's how it's going to stay. That said, I want to go for the surprise, but I'm still going to go Dune just because I think it's bread and butter is technical and if you think technical you think vfx it is the heavy favorite i really want to pick shang chi because of the practical effects but i'll, I'll go with dune here as well yeah so i mean for me dune is a heavy favorite here a heavy heavy betting favorite as um mike one said there you know early in the season i can see this line being even shorter come oscars sunday look I'm going to go for some long shots in some categories, but for visual effects, I I, I can't see Dune losing. Um, you know, it's minus one thousand in the in the states. It's minus eight hundred here in the in the UK. Um, it's a strong favorite. Dune is my pick in the visual effects category. Well, we'll move on to original score, where Dune has already won the uh, Golden Globe for Hans Zimmer, and he is the favorite at minus 500 for his music in Dune. Power of the Dog, Johnny Greenwood is plus 600, and Canto's plus 800, Don't Look Up plus 1500, and Parallel Mothers, the long shot right now in Vegas at plus 500. Thousand, David. We'll stick with you. Uh, what do you think of Dune's music, and and do you pick it? I think the score in Dune is absolutely incredible. I watched it in the IMAX, and I and and the end trailers as well. You have this music booming out, and you just sat there in awe. But I have to say, for for original score, I don't think you can underestimate. Excuse the pun. The power of the dog here. I think the dog has power. And looking at those uh, U.S. betting lines, there, I can see the power of the dog plus six hundred. That that would really interest me. Um, I've actually got the power of the dog winning um, original score. That's that's my pick. I'm going against Dune here. And I think in the states, if you can get plus six hundred in the U.K., it's only plus two hundred two to one. Um, I'd be jumping on that. I think the power of the dog has a really good outside chance in score. It's going to be hilarious when the three of us are, end up agreeing on every single pick all the way down the card. Because uh, yeah, I, I agree again. I, I what jumps out at me just again hitting, hearing these lines for the first time. So not only is the power of the dog second on both books, both UK and and American books, but minus 500 minus 400 is a pretty heavy favorite that's a pretty heavy vague to pay a part of the fact that the power of the dog is only two to one in second place which isn't that far removed from even money obviously 
at least in the UK books, I mean, it's six to one in the American books, but the UK books have, have it at two to one, which means there's got to be money on it already, or at least mm-hmm. the assumption by Vegas that it's a serious player. And I do think the power of the dog, look, right now I do expect it to win best picture. I mean, we're going to go through this and we'll have the whole season to come. So maybe that opinion of mine changes, but if it's going to win best picture, it's going to win a technical or two that it's probably not supposed to quote unquote. So yeah, I'm picking power of the dog as well right now. Not to mention that subjectively, I think that's the best score that I heard all year. Mm. The Power of the Dog is my favorite score as well. I think uh, Johnny Greenwood's work is incredible. And, yeah, this is weird that we're agreeing this month much, but we are. Look, I, I'm i I'm an admirer of Hans Zimmer going all the way back to Gladiator and before I even knew his name, The Lion King, where, which is the last time he won an Oscar for his music. So Hans Zimmer is this perpetual bridesmaid and not the bride at the Oscars. This will be his 11th How he try. didn't win Dunkirk, Mike. Yeah, How in won- the world he did not win right. Dunkirk. But he's one for ten at this moment, and the guy had nominated so much. Here's the thing about that Dune score. It's just hilarious to me. The guttural Akira is hilarious. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I can't not laugh when Timothy Chalamet's beautiful face <laughs> comes off of that yell, that scream from this tremendously <laughs> talented Singer, Sorry, I was having technical difficulties. Can you can you tell me what it was again? What's the uh, what's the Dune score? I just lost my voice, <laughs> coughed up coffee, <laughs> trying to imitate it. But thank you. Oh, okay. So it wasn't technical difficulties. It was just <laughs> choking. Water. I mean, that's a pretty accurate representation of the score. I have to say, it comes and at that, the weirdest. That sounds moment. Oscar worthy to me. Look, it, I, I, I'm a huge fan of Hans Zimmer. I, I will say I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. What the hell am I doing here? I don't belong here. I'm going to go with Johnny Greenwood. I can't help myself. That has nothing to do with Johnny Greenwood. That's just statements, yeah. Just statements, facts. <laughs> just just facts, facts on Mike, Mike, and Oscar. <laughs> Let's move on to sound, where Dune is not the heaviest of favorites, and we can start to have some conversations. I suck at picking this category, so I'm going to rely on you guys. Mm. Dune is minus 300, West Side Stories plus 300, and West Side Stories sound for that music was really well done. No Time to Die plus 800, Belfast plus 1500, Power of the Dog, a long shot in this category with Belfast plus 1500. I forget who I left off with last, so I'll lead with, uh, no, I now I remember. I, I, I'll go back to you, Mike One. Uh, what do you think about sound? I could be talked into any of these. I really yep. could. I mean, I don't understand the Belfast nomination, but because I'm so vehemently against it, that's the reason I could see it winning. Um, otherwise, I could see this being a power of the dog show of strength play. I could see Dune is obviously the favorite. I could see that coming to fruition. West Side Story makes a lot of sense. I'm going to pick No Time to Die. That probably has more to do with bias than anything else, but I do think I can absolutely see there being a scenario in which the Academy wants to reward the last Craig movie with something. And it did do well for itself. It was probably an editing nomination away from being a surprise 10th in the best picture field as is. 8-1 to odds also are decent odds for such a uh, quote-unquote long shot, even though it's not technically a long shot by definition's sake. But uh, for the sake of not picking Dune in every category it's the favorite in, or the power of the dog in the ones I don't pick Dune, I'll say uh, no time to die here. David? Yeah, I think think that's an absolutely fascinating pick. I've actually gone... Like I said, I'm three for eight with Dune, but I have got Dune in sound. Um, minus 300 in both the UK and the American book. But I think um, Mike One has has hit the nail on the head here. 
like no time to die at 20 to 1 in the UK. I think that's a fascinating long shot. I think you could go much worse than sprinkling a few harder dollars or pounds um, because, yeah, the Academy might want to reward it. And let's not forget the sound in No Time to Die was awesome. Mm. Like, it was really well done. Um, I am sticking with the favourite here. I am sticking with Dune, but I'm I'm pleased that I'm not completely crazy and that um, Mike One is with me with No Time to Die as an interesting outsider there. Well, Dave, you're... you and I can never go to the same sports book at the same time. It would just be dangerous <laughs> all around. When I come to when I come to America, we're going to Vegas, and it's going to get seriously. And we're not hand. leaving. <laughs> I'm going to go with Dune and ignore the previous part of this conversation because that <laughs> scares me on many fronts. No, I'm going to, I'm going to, I don't know, but, uh, and you guys didn't help me. You picked opposite things, but I, I'm going to stay with Dune. I'll pick our guests pick and I'll pick Vegas's pick there. Uh, production design. Dune is a minus 227. I know Mike, you hate these numbers sometimes when they're not hundreds. So weird. Anyway, yeah. we have Dune at, at minus and then a five. Right. Nightmare Alley plus 250. It's like early math before enough money comes in, I'm guessing. Anyway, production design, they're, they're, the sets for Anarakis, the favorite, Nightmare Alley, Guillermo del Toro's uh, Carnival, 20, uh, plus 250 one more time. West Side Story plus 900. Macbeth plus 1800. And The Power of the Dog, a long shot at plus 2000. David, are you going with Dune here or are you going with another uh, group of sets? So this is where I have Dune. Um, I, you know, I think. I mean, let me just say minus two twenty seven. I mean, these American lines that really annoys me. Um, <laughs> so dumb. It's, it's it's just such an annoying number. Um, look, it's not the heaviest of favourites. So it's it actually Nightmare Alley is the second favourite in this category, which is interesting. But I do have Dune down for. I've got it three for eight, and production design is one of the categories I think Dune will win. Um, and if you like backing short-priced favourites, this is one of the categories where maybe you might want to get involved because it's not a ludicrously short number. You can still make a little bit of money, and I think Dune will win production design. I like your reasoning. I, I like the uh, if you want to back the, the shorter favourites in the line, that th- this is a good one to do that. And I would also echo, if you like backing, the uh, if you like the theory of the best picture favorite winning some upset categories. Anytime you can get power of the dog in any category for 20 to one, I think it's worth at least a sprinkle. I mean, you might, mm. you know, can end up making your whole night. I don't think power of the dog will win this category, but I mean, if it does bully for you, if you end up putting some money on it, I really want nightmare alley to win just because I think that carnival is wildly impressive, but yeah, I'd I like Dave. I'll follow Dave's lead and I'll pick Dune for this one at this point as well. Yeah. I'm predicting Dune because the Arrakis set is just trumping Guillermo's Carnival, I think, in the eyes of most of the industry right now. However, I I would like to bet this category. This is this is one of those intriguing categories because I think you can find value in Joel's Shakespearean stage or or Jane yep. Champion's ranch and and yeah, you still have value with uh, Guillermo's car, uh, car, Carnival. So I'm picking Dune, but I'm I'm intrigued by these uh, by these lines so far. All right, this category, another one I really get wrong every year. Film editing. (laughs) Dune is minus 175. That is a slim favorite. A dog is plus 200. Don't is plus 800. Tick, tick, boom is plus 1600. King Richard is a long shot at plus 1800. Uh, Mike, you're better at this than me. Film editing. 
So King Richard being the uh, the long shot in both books, I mean, it's 20 to 1 tied with Tick, Tick, Boom in the UK books, that, that the odds that Dave provided. I don't know if that's surprising, but it might be indicative of where King Richard fits into the best picture hierarchy. What is surprising to me is that it's so far removed from Don't Look Up's odds, which I don't know if that's a credit to the merit of the editing in Don't Look Up or if that's how Vegas is seeing the money come in or if that's how Vegas sees best picture playing out because of the relationship between film editing and best picture. Uh, I think that's just worth taking note of. That said, if you're going to gamble on any category, I don't know that I would do it in editing because I think editing would be Dune or Dog. I mean, that just it just makes sense to me, and I think the, the odds reflect that. I'll say Dune for this one, and I can see them being this being rewarding Dune for this is your best picture of the undercard of the technical categories. Here's your win, Dune, and then Power of the Dog wins the actual best picture because it's also doing well in the above-the-line category. So I'll say Dune here as well. David? Yeah, for me, I'm, I'm actually going dog here. Like, I, I just makes think sense. if the... Pa- if the power of the dog is ultimately going to win best picture, I think it's probably going to take editing. And I, I that two to one really it's plus 200 in the U S book and plus 200 in the UK book. Like that two to one just interests me. Um, I just think, I just think it's dog. I can make a long winded, you know, statement as to why, but for me, the dog at two to one is more than good enough to have a, a small flutter on. So I'm going dog. <laughs> Small flutter. <laughs> uh, I would be curious to sprinkle like ten bucks. I, mean, I know you say ten bucks in some of these odds is ten bucks lost, David. But ten bucks on Don't Look Up plus eight hundred. I don't know eight to one. Well, let me bucks? tell you, Mike. I mean, if that if if it comes to Oscars Sunday and Don't Look Up, Tick Tick Boom, or King Richard wins this category, it's going to make our watching a lot more interesting. Because if, if Power of the Dog wins editing. Right, but I'm saying if Power of the Dog wins this wins editing, we're gonna be oh okay. It's probably gonna be Power of the Dog for Best Picture, right? Mm. But if so, if one of those two favorites doesn't win this category, it makes things a lot more interesting and a lot more edge of your seat watching. I think editing does not necessarily line up every year to Best Picture. I know that stat no, is doesn't. something pundits like to use, but it does not line up there. So Dune mm. could be a muscular. Uh, pick and i had a, i had a real hard time where i was going back and forth between dune and dog and i was yeah i was considering a long shot pick here but i can wait a little bit for now I'll give the people the lay of the land and i'm gonna say the power of the dog at the moment because maybe i can be right later and even though i'll probably switch it to dune later so that's where i'm at right now dune is <laughs> not favored though in two of these eight categories uh, that where it's nominated on the undercard. Makeup and hairstyling will be the next that we talk about. The Eyes of Tammy Faye is minus three oh three. Dune is in second with plus three thirty three. Gucci plus nine hundred. Cruella, fashion Joker as Amanda calls it plus nine hundred. And coming to America plus twenty five hundred. David. Makeup and hairstyling, you got the scars guard in the goo bath. He's a giant fat suit. <laughs> you got the all the hairstyles that are otherworldly. Are you going with Dune and makeup and hairstyling? Um I am not going for Dune in makeup and hairstyling. I'm going for Paolo from House of <laughs> Hell Dune. yeah. I I I demand Represent. I demand that we can have on the DVD Oscar winning House of Gucci. Yeah. But, yeah. 
I think this this is like this shows that I've got a problem because I really want to bet in makeup and hair, and that's just a bizarre category to sort of get get involved in. But the eyes of Tammy Faye's favourite in the UK book, Dune is second favourite, but House of Gucci at nine to one. Why not? You know, I, I, I've got it down to, to, to win this category. I think it's going to go one for one. I think they can put all their energy into campaigning this category. And we know it's quite clear maybe the Academy doesn't like House of Gucci, but a film of that calibre to go away completely empty-handed. So I'm, I'm willing to have a little sprinkle at nine to one. I think it's an interesting outside pick. I think it's interesting that four of these five are inside 10 to one odds. I mean, mm. the fact that we have that and a favorite at above minus 200 is a little striking to me, too. I, I wonder how what the logic is behind that. But because usually I would think if you're going to have four options inside 10 to one, then the favorite should be like maybe minus 150, maybe a closer to one to one odds. But they mm. Vegas seems to know something about Eyes of Tammy Faye as much as I did not like the makeup in the Eyes of Tammy Faye. I'm hesitant to pick against it for that reason. I really, really am interested by Cruella. I do think the Academy wants nothing to do with, or very little to do with Gucci, as little to do with Gucci as possible. And I think the nominations <laughs> prove that out, unfortunately, for my love of trolling everyone and everything. Um, <laughs> man, I want to pick Cruella or Coming to America, but I'll, wow. I'll go with the favorite right now. Even though the Skarsgård and Jessica Chastain, I think, had the similar makeup by uh, while they did in their uh, their respective movies, but I'll go with the eyes of Tammy Faye for now. But as of this point, I think it, the the next gambling show we do, expect that pick to change for me. Damn, I wrote down House of Gucci, and you're you're starting to convince me otherwise, and I think my my uh, my love for the both of you wanted me to just. Roman handshake House of Gucci on something. I'll say this: Paolo looked much better than he had any right to look in real life. He looked better than Tammy Faye. Screen. He did. Yeah. So, uh, in terms of merit, I would say Paolo over Tammy Faye and Gucci over how, the eyes of Tammy Faye. However, I'm starting to I'm starting to waver. I was gonna pick Gucci, but I don't even know if they're watching it. I I don't know if they're vetoing it. We gotta we gotta talk to Jazz. We gotta get the Muaz on. David, mm. I'm changing my pick, and I'm going oh, with Cruella. Damn you! I'm going with Cruella oh, wow. because I. Think I'm glad someone did. The hairstyling. I'm glad is someone cool. did. I don't know. I'm just I, like you said, Mike. We're probably going to change this pick down the line, but this might be something we're doing. We come back to doing on. We'll we'll see uh, where we go with it. But all right, costume design. Cruella is the favorite minus three hundred. Dune is. Uh, plus 275, West Side Story, plus 1,000, Nightmare Alley, plus 1,500, and Cyrano, plus 2,000 in costume design. Michael, we'll start to you. Which costumes will you select? I don't buy Cyrano being that far of a long shot by any means, not with how we know what this branch and the Academy loves picking those period pieces, and this is the only period piece they have to pick. Uh, I don't think it's going to win, but I don't think it's going to finish fifth either. So what I'm saying basically is show the freaking votes, Academy, you cowards. <laughs> um, I'm picking Dune for this. Just makes, yeah. you know, give me the one give me the one uniform that you see copy and paste it onto 18,000 different people and extras on that movie. And uh, that's good enough to win. I, I, Dune, I'm not happy about it. David? Well, well Dune comes in at um, plus 275 in the States, but it's plus... 400 four to one in the uk that's 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 a nice price i'm actually going for 
West Side Story here. Good. Um, I I think ten to one on West Side Story is fascinating. Um, I, the costumes in that film are incredible, you know, and when you see just photos of them, you know, they stand out. I think opinions of that movie aside, the costume design is certainly a strength for that. And I just think it's overpriced at 10 to 1. I think it's an interesting bet. Um, I, can Cruella win two Oscars? Because if you got it down for makeup and hair and then costume, two-time Oscar winner Cruella, I'm not 100% sure. So for me... <laughs> For me, I like playing these lines. I like sprinkling and dancing and peddling the outside lane. So I'm I'm going to go West Side Story at ten to one. Um, I think it could win costume. I love those uh, costumes in that movie. It's very high on them. It might be my personal pick uh, if it, if it's not Cyrano because I'm a sucker for period piece costumes and those are particularly in terms of the color scheme. I can't can't wait to study Cyrano a bit more. Like you said, Mike, I think it's it's undervalued right now. Cruella, I was very tempted. It's a great category. I, I was very tempted to pick Cruella as the favorite, but I am going to go with Dune, Black Panther, Fantastic Beasts, Mad Max. These are functional. These are sci-fi uh, slash you know, dystopian. And I think the creativity is something this academy and this branch in particular likes to kind of alternate in in picking they go with the authenticity sometimes and they go with the creativity sometimes as well so all right so that's i have six so so are you are you not worried are you not worried mike that you're picking the uh between makeup and hair and costume design you're picking cruella for the one they're not favored in and then you're not you're picking against it in the one they are favored in I'm absolutely worried, absolutely. But I okay. just got cold feet. <laughs> I was just, I was just wondering. <laughs> I got cold feet about House of Gucci last second, and I didn't want to give you the satisfaction of picking it for anything. Uh, despite oh, you will. Our guest today. You will. <laughs> and oh, you're gonna, you're gonna plant the flag on the, the one category it's in. This uh, is no. This is a long con by me against you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm sorry. How, I didn't tally up yours, Mike. How many dunes did you wind up picking for out of these eight? Do you remember? I just went back and, and checked. I end up having it on five. I have it on uh, costume design. I do not have it makeup and hair. I have it film editing as kind of its best picture win uh, equivalent, essentially. I have it on production design right now. Don't have it in sound. Don't have it in score. Have it VFX. Have it cinematography. So there you have it. Dune winning five from each of the mics. We kind of think it's going to get showered there, Mad Max style. But David, you know, I'm, I'm glad you're here, man. You think it's three of eight, which would make it a more fun night, I would say. We like it when the love is spread around a little bit. We'll move on to category 12 of the podcast right now, original song. And these odds are interesting. They're tighter than we'd think. No Time to Die, Billie yeah. Eilish, Philly O'Connell, minus 250, Encanto, Dos Arugitas, Lin-Manuel Miranda, plus 250. So it's fairly close there. King Richard, Be Alive from Beyonce and Dixon, plus 800, showing some value there. Belfast, Down to Joy, Van Morrison, a long shot, as is Four Good Days from Diane Warren. Somehow you do, both plus 2,000. David, we'll start with you, an original song. Who you got? Uh, this is a ball buster, isn't it? This is a real tough category. I don't like picking short-priced favourites, and this isn't the shortest or heaviest of favourites, but No Time to Die, for me, I think wins this category. I think, you know, minus 200, you put 200 bucks on, you win 100 bucks, you get 300 back. You know, you if you like, if you like betting like that, you know, then sure, no time to die. 
Encanto is interesting in behind at plus 250. Um, that has really sort of gained a lot of momentum. Um, and then the outsiders, King, I mean, Beyonce in the American books is what, plus 800? Mm. You know, eight to one shot Beyonce. It's, look, you can justify pretty much anything in this category, but I'm going to stick with Billie Eilish um, and No Time to Die at minus 250 in the American book. She's just so beloved by voting bodies. I mean, if it was any other, you know, 19, 20, 21-year-old singer, I'd start being hesitant. And you're right, Mike and, and Dave, these odds are closer than I would have figured they would be. I know Lin-Manuel Miranda has his fans as well. He has his fans in the Academy, and he's beloved as as well. I think it, he should be. I'm happy to see him be in second place. If I was going to gamble on a longer shot, I would put money on Beyonce, but... I, I still think who's going to win, I, I think it's going to be Billy and Phineas still. Yeah, even though I love those two caterpillars from Encanto. And, and if we were talking, <laughs> look, at, if we were talking about Bruno, it might be a different story with how popular that song is, especially mm. on TikTok. Maybe I'd go away from Billy and Phineas. But I, I do think No Time to Die is the best song. I think it's been uh, popular throughout. I think people love it. I think I it's unique. I think it's going to play incredibly well on that Oscar stage. I cannot wait to hear it uh, there, and I hope they don't botch that. Just let them let, let her sing that on the Oscar stage, No Time to Die. I'm not paying the VIG, though. I'm probably not betting this category, but I'm picking it. Uh, let's move on to original screenplay. This is a category that you've been on the record on, Mike, being a coronation for PTA. He is the betting yeah. favorite for Licorice Pizza, minus 125. Belfast, plus 125. We have the Golden Globe Best Screenplay winner, and that's both categories, adapted and original. Belfast at plus 125. Don't Look Up, Adam McKay's script is plus 700. Zach Balin's script for King Richard's plus 1,500. And then my guys... Joachim Trier, Eskil, Vaught, the worst person in the world. The long <laughs> shot at plus 2,000. Happy to be there. I'm happy they are there. Michael, let's start with you. You think this is PTA? I think. I don't know what I think. Because <laughs> if, you, if you Oscars puzzle this, mm. the, these odds are incredibly close. And if you Oscars puzzle this, I mean, you could see a lot of people mm. talking themselves into wanting to award Branagh and not finding the place to do that anywhere else other than this category. Mm. It's the same argument for PTA. I've been on the record saying I think it will be PTA. I'm going to pick Belfast right now. I'm subject to change. I'm glad we're doing two of these, but I'm going to pick Belfast right now. David. Wow. That's, that's fascinating. I mean... <sighs> Licorice Pizza is the is the betting favourite, but it's a weak favourite. Yeah, very. Bel Belfast is right in behind at plus one twenty five. You know, you can make a case for pizza. You can make a case for Belfast. Is this a category that I will bet on? Probably because I'm a maniac. Mm. Um, is <laughs> <laughs> it's true? Uh, it's. What would you bet on, Dave? If you if it's not what you think would win, what would you bet on though? Would it be different? If I, if, if I had to have a bet in this category, I think the value is in Belfast. You know, it's 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 a little bit shorter than two to one in the UK books. It's seven mm. to four. Can I can <sighs> I just say you guys are scaring me with this value stuff or how you want to bet? Don't you just want the money? Don't you like it? Shouldn't be about how a bet makes you feel. It should be about what the bet puts in your wallet. Like you got to think with your cold, just reason, don't you? No, yeah, but you, you know can't. what's better than money, Mike. 
More money. <laughs> Jesus. Or if you back Lady Gaga, no money. <laughs> so, so to answer your question, I will say I think pizza wins. But if I had to have a bet at the at the odds, I think Belfast. There's a narrative for Branner and for Belfast. And again, if Belfast wins screenplay, what does that mean for its picture chances in an Oscar puzzle theory? It's 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 tough. So I pick pizza. But if I had to bet Belfast, if that makes sense. Wow, I'm gonna stick with pizza because <laughs> I like pizza. No, I I think Licorice Pizza is a script that I contend with, but I I, I think the scenes are are very well written. I think the composition at large, Belfast is my favorite of the three, King Richard closely behind. And I think the highs of a script in terms of my, what, what I what I vote for would be the worst person in the world. But I'm, I'm going to go with you, Mike. When you changed your pick, I'm going with the re- what you said all season. PTA is due for the Oscar. That's what I'm picking. Do you what, think what are, what are the you Katrina Balfe omission, do you think the Katrina Balfe omission was at Judy Dench's expense, or, or however that wording is supposed to be, or do you think that's a sign of weakness for Belfast in the academies, in the at least the acting branches' eyes? I think it's very clearly vote sharing that knocked out the favorite there, and I don't know how else it shook out, but I think it's a testament to the rest of the category. But that you know, that's a hard one to say that it's against Belfast because she got knocked out from. James Duty, who I'm going to call James Duty all season mm. because I can't have Dane Bramage, <laughs> like, as I said on David's pod. Uh, I, I <laughs> she has the resume, and if somebody else got in, everybody would be saying Belfast is cooked. But I, I think because Lady Gaga at least makes sense to see her omitted because House of Gucci was kind of shunned up and down the card. But to have somebody omitted who was the favorite from a movie that's Almost a double-digit nominee well, as it is. She wasn't the favorite. She was just considered. She was considered solid. But I think the fact that Judy Dench wound up being her replacement—if that's how the the fact that we have a Belfast in that category should not be necessarily taken away uh, points away from Belfast. Other than the fact that maybe you could say Katrina could have contended there, which right. is probably You're right. Where she you, wasn't the I favorite, think, but. She yeah, was contending. Three at least. She, she was contending yeah. because of her resume and because of her, but she wasn't even winning a ton of critics' associations. So I don't know. I don't know how we 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 th- just assumed she was going to be a contender necessarily, other than the fact that I loved her performance, maybe, and that's where I where I my head was at. But uh, all right, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say Belfast's points off for that reason but i i appreciate your uh, mental gymnastics to try and dig at belfast further <laughs> thank you <laughs> guys we'll move on to adapted screenplay which has a favorite right now and that's the power of the dog jane campion minus 500 uh sean heater's screenplay for coda plus 600 as a, as a surprising second favorite in this category in my book uh even though i'm glad to see it love coda the lost daughter plus 800 maggie gyllenhaal adapting that book uh dune plus 1200 a little surprised because dune has no flaws in its resume it's 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 the impossible adaptation and yet here it is a long shot plus 1200 and drive my car plus 1500 uh as the long shot i don't know if that's a happy to be their nomination that, that they might have more strength to that uh, if i'm going to sprinkle i might sprinkle on hamaguchi and always script there but all right we'll start with you david adapted screenplay is it campion i mean the simple answer is 
yes, I I really do think this is the power of the dogs category to lose. I mean, the the the, the betting on the outside lines is interesting here in the UK. Drive my car is as big as twenty five to one in one book. Um, so is Coda. So the crazy thing is, is that Coda is six to one in one book, twenty five to one in another. What I would say is, whether you're listening in the US or the UK, always hunt for the value when it, if you want to have a sprinkle. But I, I just can't see. <laughs> I just can't see the power of the dog losing this category. I mean, I'm not betting five hundred bucks to win a hundred bucks. I'm just not doing it. Yeah, you but can't. It, but I mean, you can if you want, and fair play if you do, and it wins. I just don't. So he like, is there value in in betting champion either here or director? Because then you're saying that it's going to be a runaway favorite. Like you better hope mm. it wins editing at that point, right? Yeah. Because to win adapt screenplay director and and picture, I, I, that would have to be an overwhelming favorite, and I don't think the power of the dog is that type of movie. Mm. Recent history yeah. is screwing with us here, too, because last year we had Chloe Zhao running away with the Critics Associations. She takes the scripter. I believe she took the Critics' Choice. And then it went elsewhere at the last moment for Florian Zeller at the end of the day. So Florian Zeller took the BAFTA and then took the, the category when it seemed like the Oscar puzzle theory might be in play there, Mike, with... Uh, with Chloe Zhao being such a runaway and director and that shaking out a different way at the end of it. Belfast has won the Globe screenplay, so that's not helping us. We have Jane Campion ineligible at the WGAs, which will be the last minute in terms of uh, of who can gain some late momentum. So we're not going to know with this category because I do think Campion is going to be a favorite both at BAFTA and at the Critics' Choice on the 13th, which is the next time this category kind of comes into play. So I'm going to stick with Jane Campion at the moment. Uh, you guys are with uh, – I forget, Mike, did you pick yet? No, and I'm not, I'm not picking Power of the Dog for this one. And I'm I'm half thinking of saying something very irresponsible and just saying if you don't believe Dune is going to win this category, put a hundred dollars on Coda Law's daughter and drive my car and just hope, and, you know, <laughs> hope you hit one of those because you'll make a profit either way. But that's very irresponsible. I'm between Coda and the Lost Daughter for this. Wow! Wow! Man, I, Coda I just kept him. chugging along. Coda kept chugging along, right? It's just, it's always been in this conversation. I really want to pick the lost daughter, but I, and drive my car. I don't think it's dead by any means. I, I'll, I'll say Coda for now. Just, to, and maybe it's the, maybe it's the Chloe Zhao thing that's in my head from last year. Maybe you just nailed it, Mike. Like, I just don't yeah. see Power of the Dog being the movie, despite how I do think it's going to win Best Picture. I just don't see it being that sweeper of all these above the line categories. Getting the golden shower, as people would say, right? No, nobody says that. No, no, nope. Nobody at all. No. Nope. For good reason. All right. Wrong niche. Uh, supporting actor. Supporting actor will move on where Cody Smith McPhee of The Power of the Dog is the favorite. Minus 250. Troy Kotzer, plus 300. Kieran Hines of Belfast, plus 550. Kotzer, of course, from Coda. Uh, Jesse Plemons, plus 1200 from the power of the dog and jk simmons the long shot right now plus 2500 for being the ricardos david we'll start with you who do you think is taking supporting actor well i think this is a fascinating category to bet on i really do and let me tell you why so cody smith mcphee is the short priced minus 250 favorite but the inclusion of jesse plemons 
mm. makes mm. this a fascinating category because I'll tell you why. The power of the dog, say, say it is getting all this love from the Academy. What if the, the vote is split between McPhee and Plemons? And actually, that brings someone into play who's done nothing wrong all season, who's just been himself, and that has been a campaign... In, in itself it's been good enough it's been one I loved seeing him react to BAFTA by the mm-hmm. way where was the Oscar video um, and that's that's Troy Kotzer at three to one um, I think that's a fascinating line I think that's a good price and yeah I, th- I want him to win so I'm going to go with my 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 heart and say Kotzer at three to one that's what I was going to say is like I, I Mike you're picking him too right I think we just we just all want to see Troy Kotzer win hmm <laughs> I am afraid for all of us because how much money can I get my hands on with these, with these prices? <laughs> I'm afraid, David earmuffs. But I, how much money can I bet on this to really cash in? Because Troy Kotzer has been my pick all along, and I'm I'm thrilled mm. to see these plus three hundred odds. So, yeah, man, a Troy Kotzer, baby, let's go. Uh, supporting actress. <laughs> We'll move on to uh, to a category that has a, a favorite that I thought would have been further out. Much shorter. higher. Much yeah, higher. I, 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 yeah. Ariana DeBose of West Side Story won the Golden Globe. She is only minus 300, though. We have Kirsten Dunst of The Power of the Dog, 5 to 1 plus 500. Anjanou Ellis, 12 to 1. Uh, plus twelve hundred. Jesse Buckley twenty five to one. Judy Dench forty to one. Those are your long shots. Mike, we'll start with you. Are you still picking Debose, or are you going another way? It's going to be tough to not pick her and and have any kind of evidence to justify it outside of like a gut feel. Uh, like because it's so early, every fiber of my being is saying like, man, Jesse Buckley. Or Anjanou Ellis is somebody that I loved in her performance in King Richard. Kirsten Dunst mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. I'm going to pick Ariana DeBose, but I'm like you, Mike. You, you nailed it for me. I was expecting her to be like a 1 to 10 or like a minus 1,200 or something like that. I'm very, very surprised she's a quite reasonable minus 300. David, would you pay the vig here for Ariana DeBose? <sighs> I don't... I don't... Ah. I think she'll win the category, um, but, but you won't pay the big. You won't. You won't pay the big to win the money. I wouldn't. I absolutely no. wouldn't. No, 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 no. If you are three hundred bucks she's to win a hundred bucks, yeah, but you think she's yeah, gonna but, win? Yeah, but if she doesn't, you you feel like a fool and you're broke. <laughs> um, I, I Ariana Debose, I think will win this category. Um, again, look, as as uh, Mike One said, that you know she could be one to ten, you know, minus a thousand now. So if you like betting at these short odds, then actually one to three isn't bad value. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's just not something that I like to do because, yes, you can make money doing that, but also you can lose a lot of money in one category. And I'd rather play the longer shots and have a little bit of fun. Um, but I do think Ariana Debose will win. But you know, Dunst at five to one. Mm-hmm. If the dog has a good night, you can you can make a case for that. Anjanou Ellis, Jesse Buckley at twenty five to one is interesting. So again, I I do think Debose will win, but it's potentially a category that I might sit out from a gambling front. I'm lying. I'm definitely betting on it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the money's all hovering above your video right now on the Skype. Um, we're not on Skype, but yeah, Debose for me will win. 
All right, I'm going with Ariana DeBose, too. I think she should win. I think she will win. I do think she's also a sweeper, uh, a lock. I'm either on full tilt right now or I'm like Will Ferrell in that old school <laughs> gymnastics floor routine where he's just in the zone. Uh, I'm very excited to see you like just totally tumble, like snowball your way into just having money on every single one of these categories as a result of Dave and I just like mm. being both the devil and the devil on your shoulders, whispering sweet nothings into your ear gambling wise. Two devils, uh, the both of you. That that fits. All right, lead actress, guys, heading down the home stretch. Nicole Kidman is the betting favorite after her Golden Globe win for for being the Ricardos plus one twenty. Kristen Stewart, a surprising, uh, you know, uh, in second place or however you call that again. Kristen Stewart of Spencer plus one seventy five. Uh, Olivia Coleman. The Lost Daughter, plus 450. Jessica Chastain, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, plus 500. And Penelope Cruz, plus 1400 from Parallel Mothers. My God, the odds on this category. Michael, lead actress, who the hell are you betting here? And then who's going to win? Or is it, could, should it be the same thing? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> should um, it be the same thing? No. <laughs> So, not a single nom outside 15 to 1. Four of the five inside, five to 1 or inside, if you go by the American books. I know it's a little different than the UK books. Jessica Chastain's uh, 6 to 1 there and not 5 to 1. But uh, that's a sign. And the favorite is obviously you still plus money or plus 120. Two, two of them are inside 2 to 1. So, your Vegas doesn't have any idea as much as the rest of us doesn't have any idea. I, I, selfishly, I want to pick Stewart. But it is so hard to win as the lone nominee from your movie, especially in a lead category. And who keeps you from being that winner when you are the lone nominee in a lead category? It's Olivia Coleman, And that's who I'll pick Ooh. again. Because wow. this is my mind as a gambler. If <laughs> Coleman wins, I could at least make money off it. But if she loses, yes, I would lose money. But I could at least take solace in the fact that she lost with me this time. No, you're just going to be ang even more angry with her after the fact that she screwed you with Glenn Close, Grandma Glenn, mm. double N, the last time. So you're going to yeah. be even – the grudge yeah. is going to get worse. It's going to be like yeah, the that's Hatfields correct. and the McCoys. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, it'll be Oli her fault. Olivia, you're right. Olivia Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia Coleman deserves better than this. David, what do you think? Well, I, I'll be honest. I haven't made my mind up on this category what I would say from a betting perspective is this is as wide open mm -hmm. as it possibly could be. Like, this book suggests that there's people in Vegas who have no idea who's winning this category. It's it's so open, and it's so rare to see. I follow these books. I follow these betting lines. You can look at other categories where you've got minus numbers and things look, from a betting angle, pretty sewn up. You know, just to put it into perspective, Kristen Stewart was minus 500 before the SAG nominations. She missed SAG. She missed BAFTA. She drifted out all the way to like a 4-5 to 1 shot. Insane. As, as Mike says there, can she win as the only nominee? Uh, I think she sort of can. And I hope she does. I'm going to say, and damn you, Craig Fields, my <laughs> co-presenter... I will get that in on another podcast. He's been saying Kristen Stewart all season. He's been rubbing salt into my Lady Gaga wounds. 
Um, <laughs> and I'm going to say Kristen Stewart. I think in the UK she's eleven to four. Um, you know, it's 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 a crazy category. I'm I might regret it, but damn it, I'm going to say Stewart. I'm with you, David. I'm with you. I'm with Craig. This probably dooms the three of us. But here's the thing: the critics' freaking choice bumped to the thirteenth, and. Kristen Stewart is the critics' freaking choice thus far this season, winning most of the critics' associations. So I'm going with snub power. I'm taking that plus 175, and I'm emptying my wallet on it. I am leveraged (laughs) to my bare ass here because Kristen Stewart is one awesome speech away from riding some momentum, some mo down the stretch there those last two weeks uh, coming off that uh, Critics' Choice win because the BAFTAs do not have a representative, do not have a representative here. So whatever happens at SAG, it won't be Kristen Stewart because she's not nominated. Kristen Stewart could come back with a vengeance in this category. Is it going to happen? I have no idea. Am I going to be broke? Yes, I am. (laughs) But I have no choice. Uh, uh I have no choice. I'm going streaking. I'm jumping out the window naked on this one for Kristen Stewart. <laughs> wow. I hope you're both right. I, 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 I imagine the next time we do this, I'll probably come join you both because I just want Kristen Stewart to win. I think it is that good of a performance. Mm. But I just wanted it on record that maybe I can put some bad juju on Olivia Coleman's race. <laughs> you're, are you reverse jinxing <laughs> Olivia Coleman? I hope so. I hope so. No, I, I I can I can see her. I do think the Lost Daughter is going to surprise in one of its categories. I just it's just such an Academy friendly movie. It just makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, I don't think you're wrong, and I do think the category came back to a former winner last year with Frances McDormand. So it does make some sense. Mm. We'll move on to lead actor, though. We have Will Smith of King Richard, the betting favorite at minus three hundred. Not a heavy favorite because Benedict Cumberbatch of the power of the dog plus 300 andrew garfield tick tick boom plus 500 denzel washington the tragedy of macbeth plus 2000 and javier bardem of being the ricardos plus 3500 vegas is seeming to say this is a three-person race how do you view it david do you view those odds that way and who do you pick it's it's definitely a three three horse race. I mean, if you look at the UK books, Denzel Washington's thirty three to one, Javier Bardem is forty to one. Um, basically, I'll say my traditional line: if you bet ten dollars on Javier Bardem, you will you will lose ten dollars. Um, <laughs> you know, I th- it is a, it is a to me it's between Smith and Cumberboo. Um, mm. Again, listeners will think this is a weird thing to say, but the value is in Cumberpatch. You know, you can get him in the States at plus 300, three to one. That's the value bet. Who do I think will win? Ultimately, I think Will Smith will win this. Um, but again, I'm not one to weigh in at short odds. Um, I wouldn't put you off sprinkling on, on Cumberpatch, but I think Will Smith will, will ultimately win the Oscar. Yeah, I'm, I'm echoing everything Dave just said, right down to, you know, if you wanted to put a little bit on Benadryl chlamydia there, that would make a lot of sense. (laughs) I don't, I mean, (laughs) did I say something wrong? I'm sorry. Benadryl? Um, Even if you wanted to put a little on Andrew Garfield, I think it would, it would make sense if you wanted to kind of split the the vote there and just hope Will Smith gets upset. But as far as picking winners, I look, I think it's been an assumed coronation all year long. It got a little hairy there for a little bit, but it seems like Will Smith has reestablished himself as the front runner here. I do think he ends up winning. 
I want to pick Will Smith, but that plus 300 for Benadou, I, I, that, that just speaks to me. I think there could be a, a golden shower uh, in somebody's future <laughs> at this Oscars, and it's going to be... It's gonna be Benedict Cumberbatch. What? Where? What am I saying? This is a long double recording. Uh, I'm betting Cumberdew. Cumberdill. How liquid am I? Am I? Am I getting the proper enthusiasm here, or am I botching it? Benadryl comes in liquid it. form. I mean, I mean, look. The last thing I'll say is, if the dog is gonna have a good night, and it's mm. gonna be a, a one of these best picture winners that has lots on the undercard. Then no, you've you've got a chance, and at plus three hundred, it's 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 an interesting bet. It's a fun bet, and also and it will make you shake, Mike. You'll literally be nervous <laughs> as hell when the category comes. And and what what if it hits? <laughs> what if it hits? We're all gonna be rich. All right, best director, <laughs> best director. Talk about Vigs to have to pay. Jane Campion is the favorite, minus seven fifty. Steven Spielberg. Plus 800 of West Side Story. I'm surprised to see him as number two there. Kenneth Branagh, plus 900 from Belfast. Ryosuke Hamaguchi of Drive My Car, plus 1,200. And PTA Paul Thomas Anderson, plus 1,600 from Licorice Pizza. David, we'll start with you. Are you going with the heavy favorite here? Are you touching this category in Best Director? Um, to answer your question, I think I think Jane Campion, the power of the dog, will win. Um, it's 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 not a. Ca- I mean, I say this, I say it's not a category I'm going to bet on. We all know that's a lie. Um, <laughs> I'm lying to myself. I'm lying to you. I'm lying to the listeners. Um, <laughs> but look, I think Campion wins this category. But at minus seven fifty, i.e., you have to pay seven hundred and fifty dollars. To win a hundred dollars, I mean, if you if you bet like that, then you you've got a bigger set of balls than I do. So good luck to you. Um, Jane Campion's my pick, but it's not a category I'll probably have a bet in. It's so tough to say it's not going to be. I, I do think director and picture are going to be uh, Power of the Dog representatives. So I do think it's going to be Campion. I do think it's going to be Power of the Dog. I'm surprised Spielberg is second in both sets of books. I'm not thrilled about that. I wonder how many fans in the Academy West Side Story has. Uh, it did okay for itself. We both thought it was kind of a disappointing day for it, Mike, but it's still one of the more heavily nominated on the year. I'm picking Campion. I'm trying to come up with an angle of if, where you can win money on. I mean, maybe... Branagh would probably be okay to bet on if you wanted to try to find some value, but Branagh or Spielberg, I don't know that I would go as far as to say put something on Hamaguchi or Anderson but regardless I think my my pick is going to be Campion yeah I'm going with Campion I'm going with Campion I'll stop making silly jokes here because runaways in this category best director have in fact run away and no Mendes was not a runaway Bong Joon-ho had that critics lead and half of that critics choice director tie and then the late momentum after SAG Chloe Zhao ran away with everything so did Cuaron in 2018 Del Toro in 17 Chazelle in 16 and Cuaron again in 13 before I got bored checking how many runaways there were in this (laughs) best director category so I am going with Jane Champion, even though Precursor season hasn't picked up yet, I do think this is hers to lose, and I'm not picking against her. Uh, that is best director. Guys, it's time for the final prize. I think I know what we're going with, but uh, maybe I don't. Best picture, we have Power of the Dog. 
Not the favorite I thought it would have been. Only minus 200. Belfast plus 250. West Side Story plus 600. We have long shots from there on out. So I was surprised to see those big three in Dog, Belfast, and West Side. But we have Drive My Car, Dune, and Licorice Pizza all plus 2,000. King Richard plus 2,200 in Vegas. Coda plus 2,500. And the longest shots of them all, Don't Look Up, plus 4,000. Nightmare Alley plus 5,000. I am surprised to see so many of these movies. If you're going to sprinkle, it might be worth it, worth it in Best Picture. Michael, we'll start with you. Is the power of the dog your pick right now? I know you've been on it, but yeah. this is there's some sexy odds. <laughs> every every odd is a sexy odd uh, when you have a brain that's wired like I think Dave or mine is. But yeah, I, 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 I am picking power of the dog I, again. I just it's the most complete resume when you take the nominations into account. Belfast has some glaring misses. West Side Story has some glaring misses. West Side Story I think is actually fading a bit because last I checked. Dog, Belfast, and West Side Story were all... I mean, Dog has been the perpetual leader. It's actually flipped, gone back and forth a couple times with Belfast, but... West Side Story has always been solidly in third, but it was in that like plus 400, that plus 350, plus 400 range. So it looks like it's fading a little bit, which again underscores how surprised I am to see Spielberg as the one in second place and director. But uh, nonetheless, look, if you're looking for an angle as to what you can make money on, again, I'll say King Richard had a better day when the noms were announced than a lot of us thought it would. It, it makes some noise. I think it has a, it should be on kind of the same level as Dune, uh, which the odds here reflect. So those are kind of similar. Code if you believe in its screenplay chances like I picked it for, if you believe in Troy Kotzer, maybe it has enough coattails to get it in a shocking best picture win. I'm surprised Don't Look Up is 40 to 1. That's pretty far behind considering where its odds are in the categories it's nominated are on. But yet, if you think back to nomination day, it does make sense because Don't Look Up probably had a maybe not disappointing, but an expected day with the four noms that it landed. So... Uh, Take it either way. I don't know that I would go so far as to put anything on Don't Look Up or Nightmare Alley. Coda is probably where I would draw the line and my limit, but I still think Power of the Dog wins as of this moment today on the 11th when we're recording this. Power of the Dog's my pick. Yeah, I agree with you. I will take Power of the Dog as well, and I'll give our guest the hammer spot on this one. So, David, uh, Mike made some interesting cases. There's some you know, intriguing odds. As he said, there's they're all sexy. They're all sexy to him in nine eyes. How about yours? All gambling odds are sexy to me. <laughs> Look, what I will say is if you think the power of the dog is winning best picture, bet on it now. Yeah. Because mm. because this line will only shorten up if it wins some of the precursors. For example, the PGA. Uh, I monitor these betting lines. If it wins the producers' guild, that minus two hundred will become like minus six seven hundred. Say the Obviously, same for Belfast too. This could be the last time you get plus odds on Belfast. Yeah. So I would say there's a real fine line with with gambling on the Oscars. You can go in early and you can just end up doing your coconuts everywhere. Um, so hmm. wait, and now is the time. I think if you fancy the power of the dog, I think minus two hundred is a fair price. Um, I think the power of the dog's going to have a very, very good night, and I do think it will win picture. That said... <laughs> Give it <laughs> to me. <laughs> you know, th there are some interesting outsiders. You know, if, if you want to cause an upset, Coda is 40 to 1 in one UK book. I mean... That's interesting. King Richard, 25 to 1. No, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be responsible. 
in this category <laughs> for once. And I'm just going to stick with the power of the dog. I, I think it will win Best Picture. And I think minus 200 is a fair price for this time of year. I can't believe I'm going to do this, but I'm going to throw some doubt in something you said and actually give you more encouragement to wait and then bet big. I don't know if that's wise to do with either of you (laughs) lunatics on this pod, but here's the thing about this year's award season. We don't have the critics' choice yet, and we should, Mm. and we always did in years past. What we will have next is the Screen Actors Guild, and The Power of the Dog is not amongst the Best Ensemble nominations which we thought would mm. happen, and yet it's got you know it's got Cody Smith McPhee, it's got Benedict Cumberbatch, and it and it has Kirsten Dunst, but it doesn't have it doesn't have that ensemble nom. So Belfast, if Belfast wins the ensemble nom, you could have odds that go towards Belfast coming off a of SAG. So you might get better odds, is what I'm trying to say, on the power of the dog. So you might want to wait, perhaps. I don't know. Like look at if Cody wins, if Benedict wins. Then it, it's a moot point. Power of the dog looks like it's it's running away. Mike, do you agree with my assessment there, or am I am I thinking too into it? No, I mean it, you make you make a, a good case for it. It's just a matter of is Vegas going to be swayed by something that they know the power of the dog isn't in on anyway. Mm. I mean, are people going to going to react that heavily to it? I don't know the answer to that, but yeah, I, I, you know, if you want to gamble on gambling, then yeah, wait, maybe you do end up getting a couple. Uh, <laughs> maybe it comes down to minus one fifty or minus or one to one. <laughs> if you want to gamble on gaming, David, does that does my rationale make any sense? Uh, am I being too conservative here? Or you want to you want to jump in on the power of the dog right now? Are you naked? Are you about to jump out the window? I do you know what I tweeted you guys. The one thing I will say is I was looking back at my gambling spreadsheet. I have a gambling spreadsheet. Here the power go. of the dog was twenty five to one in July. Ugh. I want a time machine. And yeah. I want to go back, and I just want to invest in it. No, to be fair, um, I think that's a really good point you've made there about SAG. But as Mike One said, how how much can you read into Belfast winning SAG Ensemble when it's not against the dog? Mm. So, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the market is influenced by two things. One, the precursors, and two, people's money. Um, I, I, I still mm. think that now's the time to take the price on the dog. Um, I can only see it shortening up. So I'm just sticking with the dog, and no doubt it will be another ship that I go down with on the poop deck, just like <laughs> Lady Gaga. By that rationale, though, Mike, I mean, again, Belfast could might only shorten up, too. So if Belfast does win SAG, you know, this might be the time to jump in on Belfast mm. now if you want to secure that plus 250. Yeah. Gucci's winning SAG. It's just the season's God, I go hope weird. so. God, I hope so. It deserves to, doesn't it? I'm glad we all agree on that. Well, j- just just to say something, there is a betting line in the UK for SAG Ensemble. Gucci's 16 to 1. Wow. So, liquidate my house. Can you go over the SAG? Do you, do you have it? Any, any? I, I don't have it, but I believe Belfast is the favorite. Gucci's about 16 to 1. Um, oh, my God. But, but imagine if Gucci won SAG Ensemble. That would just cause chaos. Because Leto's not nominated at Oscar. Yeah, it would make Gar- no sense. Gaga's not nominated. It would make absolutely no sense. So it might happen. <laughs> but maybe, maybe they would do it out of respect for the finest film that this <laughs> year has ever seen. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Can you imagine, guys? 
thank you so much for doing this, Mike. I know you weren't you were under the weather, and this was a tough mm. one to get through, but you you did it. I this was a joy to record, David and Mike. I'm glad we were able to do this, uh, David. Our words of wisdom today are to follow you and subscribe to your podcast. Thanks for coming back on the show. Please remind the good people where they can find your work. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at one David Long or follow Is It Worth It the Film Review Podcast at film is worth it um you know come along and join the ride become a degenerate gambler with me and uh, <laughs> and yeah i post a lot of stuff about the oscars a lot of stuff about film and a lot of stuff about gambling so if that's your thing i'd love you to come follow me on twitter well you're a joy to collaborate with and you're a joy to have on and you're a joy to follow on twitter so yes please do go follow dave and go check out uh not only the is it worth it film podcast but also the first part technically to this two part that this is the second part of on david's feed over there as for us uh dear listener as always what matters most to us is your thoughts what are your takes on these early gambling lines do you have any picks that you want to put in stone or what do you think is value too high or not high enough let us know all that as well as any other thoughts comments questions or concerns you have about anything we do here in the M. MMO Empire. You can leave us all of those on our social medias. We are Mike, Mike, and Oscar on Facebook and Instagram at MM and Oscar on Twitter. Mike, Mike, and Oscar at gmail.com.com and on Reddit. We are available wherever you do hear podcasts. And if you're listening to us on the Apple Podcast app or the Spotify app, if you would be so kind to go into those apps, leave us a five star review. Leave Is It Worth It Film a five star review. We would all truly thank you and thank you to all of you who have done so. Michael, you had the wise words of following Dave and Is It Worth It already. So let's tell the good people what's coming next before we get out of here yeah what's coming next on is it worth it is our guest appearance on that episode as you guys said so road to the oscars is is appointment viewing appointment listening or view it should be view we should be a tv show as well but we're not there yet <laughs> i uh i love talking with you guys and uh i, I we got to get you back david we got more mm. guests booked and, and and coming so we're gonna do a sag mania show and i think that's an app title mike just you know put that in the memory bank there for our guest as a theme so i can't wait to to record more about sag and as we you know, tease today. SAG is is a fascinating race. It might have a lot or none uh, impact. We'll see. But uh, I'll <laughs> once again be sandwiched between two Gucci loving fans. You sons of. <laughs> anyway, I just I really appreciate uh, everything, David. Thank you again. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been an absolute honor. I really appreciate it. It's been our pleasure, buddy, Then Can't wait to collaborate with you down the line, talk gambling again very soon. But guys, when reality sucks, you can come smell those odds with us. We are Mike, Mike, and Oscar (laughs) trying to make award season year-round. Without the stuffiness, we will see you all very soon. See ya. See ya.